listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. You can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me, and you can reach me by email at mimifootnip at gmail.com. I am super excited about this week's episode, and before we get into it, I want to thank the patrons of the podcast, Riker, Old Dirty, Not a Golfer, Ray Sean, Eric J, Rocketman, Havaianus Fan, Austin, Mark and Miss Jess, Joe, Classic, Gas Pedals, JB, John H, Nikki, Hardrev, and Country Lane Farms. Thank you so very, very, very much for supporting this podcast. Uh, if you are a patron, you are invited to come on the podcast and chat with me. And that is exactly what we are doing today with Mark. Mark and Miss Jess, uh, Mark of Mark and Miss Jess is coming on and we are going to have a, a chat. So here we go. Mark, welcome to the Pedal Pumping Podcast. Thanks for agreeing to chat with me today. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, It's been a while. It certainly has. Yes, we did an episode a couple, several years ago, maybe three years ago for the foot model podcast about pedal pumping. And that's kind of what launched this whole pedal pumping podcast. There was such a huge response to that and so many requests for more that I thought it really, pedal pumping really merits its own podcast. And hence uh, the pedal pumping podcast was born. So here we are coming full circle. Um, yes. And I know you reached out to me saying you'd like to talk to me about pedal pumping again. And I'm um, so I'm open to whatever you want to say. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it feels so good that uh, that after our show on the foot model pa- podcast, uh, that's really what spearheaded this whole podcast, because, you know, I love uh, tuning in every week or uh, well, Almost every week, uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> as of late, uh, but that's okay. But, you know, it, it's really opened uh, my mind really to um, exploring more about the fetish because, you know, I spent a lot of years, like since my teens, exploring this fetish. And mm-hmm. I think this is, this podcast alone has allowed, has allowed me to really get to open up a lot more about it, you know, uh, you know, it allows me to open up, uh, not just about my foot fetish, but also about pedal pumping, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's been really great. You know, I, I love listening to this stuff. I love, I love it when you, when you get to read my stories, uh, on the air and, uh, you know, I, I was so happy you got to, you got to tell everybody that story that I sent you about, uh, the dream that Jess had told me. I was like, this is, this is, Uh I told her, I was like, this is incredible. I got to put this on the podcast. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little more, like how has the podcast or in what way do you feel like it's kind of changed things for you, your perspective about your, or pedal pumping or foot fetish? Well, really, I enjoy that. There's a lot more people out there that, um, even when you're reading the emails, when you're reading the stories, and uh, even the people who have come on the podcast who explain their side of pedal pumping, and even and the content creators too, um, it you know it's it's just so great that there's such a wide array of fans out there of this fetish, you know, and um, it's so because before. 
I got into pedal pumping, like, I was just like, oh, this is like, this is like a porn, like, uh, like any other porn, like, uh, you know, something you find movies about or somebody makes content about, you know, but, and it's never been experienced as something that people actually discuss. And Mm. it's because of that, that it's allowed me to open up so much more about my fetish. Yeah, I love that. I'm so glad to hear that. I know that there are pedal pumping forums and people discuss it in that way. But I do think that, you know, I have heard that feedback from others too, that there's something about the like audio format of a podcast and hearing people, different people talking about their perspectives. I mean, just the diversity in this community is amazing. How many different ways there are to appreciate and enjoy pedal pumping and people focus in on different things mm-hmm. and then kind of like bring in and add other things like lipstick or shoes or pantyhose or whatever other things, you know, or, or, I mean, it, it, it extends even far beyond just kind of like fashion stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's great. It, it just open, it just opens everything up to, to so much more, just like you said, so much more diversity. Like you start to learn uh, what other people view when they're looking at pedal pumping, you know, like uh, I've explained to you because um, I know I know, you know, because I've explained it, especially on the last podcast I did with you in the foot metal mm-hmm. podcast. But, you know, my preference is barefoot. Right, and, right, and yeah. um, you know, and I've told you like other things that have turned me on about when I watch those videos. Like, for example, I love the videos that start with them wearing the shoes and then how they take them off, mm-hmm. you know, like, do they reach them? Do they reach down and pull them off? Are they like boots? Do they have to pull them off? Do, do they just kick them off? Do they slip them off? Do they carry them to the car? Like whatever, you know, and, um, also what they're wearing. A, I, I have a question. I want to pause you there. Cause I, I want to get into the details of that. So for you, do you have a particular preference on how shoes are removed, or is it more that you just like to watch all the different ways in which someone removes their shoes? I do love watching all the different ways that they remove their shoes, but I do have one particular way that does turn me on, and um, Jess has done it before, and you did it before in a custom that um, I requested from you. Mm-hmm. Where you're like outside of the car and you kind of like just put your foot in and just let the shoe come off and then do the same thing with the other shoe. Then you get in it room. It's it. Uh, it's been that's been like my go to since um, I was a teenager, actually, because I had a neighbor. Uh, she was in high school at the time. And uh, I'm guessing when I first noticed it, I think she was learning to drive at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to wear the thick soled uh, flip flops, you know, like the it was kind of like platform flip flops, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And uh, she used to take off her flip flops that way before she'd get in the car. Just kind of like slide them off her feet when she had her legs outside, the, like she's seated in the driver's seat, her legs outside. No, no, no. She's standing. No, no, no. She's, oh, she's standing, standing outside of the car. Standing outside. And okay. Just puts them in the front in the footwell and just slips them off, and then she gets in. Got it. Okay. And so she. Uh huh. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, I well, I'm wondering. Are you talking about slipping them off in the footwell or outside of the car? 
No, no, into the footwell. Into the footwell. Okay. Yes. And then they just kind of remain in the footwell as she's driving? Yes. I see. Okay. And so you can kind of see, is it something about like being able to see her shoes? Um, Actually, like... it, it it isn't really. I, I just, I'm just interested in seeing her feet on the pedals. Um, okay. So at that it's just point, the way that she's <laughs> taking them off. It's gotcha. just the way that she's taking them off. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, like we kind of established, there's so many different ways to look at things and I want to, I'm curious about the way you're seeing it. So it's, it's the, that kind of process, the removal process, mm-hmm. and then talk about the bare feet on the pedals now, if you if you don't mind. Um, well, you know, it, it has to do with it has to do with tactile touch. It's um, mm-hmm. something I really didn't understand until I started driving because I drive barefoot, and um, I get and I get uh, aroused myself when I drive barefoot. It's because of how I'm feeling the car on my Mm -hmm. feet so when Mm -hmm. i'm watching i'm thinking of her feeling that feeling of the car under her bare feet right and then uh there's like different movements that they like uh like jess for example uh when she's driving around with me she'll like to take her foot and rub it up and down the gas pedal Mm -hmm. while she's driving um she'll like to curl her toes over the brake pedal when i was just dating her and actually i remember telling you about this and um you know after i found out that she drove barefoot i didn't immediately tell her it was after i found out her mom drives barefoot that i was like i've got to tell her this because i don't know how much longer i'm going to last here because <laughs> no, no no because so i i first noticed she was she, her mom drove barefoot because she picked us up after she got off of work to go to the beach and she was still in her work attire and her heels were off and they were in the back seat right next to me on the floor and <laughs> and then um one time she picked us up and then uh there was one time she picked us up when we were going uh, to JC uh, she picked us up after class and she had just gotten back from yoga and she used to wear those, uh, those toeless like yoga socks mm-hmm. with the grips on yeah. the bottom of it. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, that's what she was driving in. Her sneakers were in the center console and I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, I, I can't do this. I have to tell Jess cause I'm not, I'm really not going to last her because her mother used to do this thing where she, when her foot was on the brake, her, she would press it with the ball and toes of her foot. And then she'd slide her foot up in like uh-huh. a twisting motion until uh-huh. her sole is holding down the pedal. And as she's twisting up, that's when I'm sitting there squirming in my seat. And I'm like, okay, I got to stop looking. I, like, I got to look out the window, look at, look at the wonderful trees and everything, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what was Jess's reaction when you told her? How did you tell her? Uh, honestly, we were, um, we were sitting on the couch one day and she was asking me what turns me on. And I said, well, your feet turn me on. And then I told her and there, and then I told her about pedal pumping. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, well, this is what the fetish is called, but I love watching women drive barefoot. And then she's like, Oh, well, that sounds, that actually sounds interesting. And, uh, she started letting me watch her, and then what she would do was she wanted to understand my fetishes more. 
So mm-hmm. not just the pedal pumping fetish, but the foot fetish. So she sat on the computer one day and she was looking at all this on the internet, trying to get, you know, a few tips and tricks on how mm-hmm. to, meanwhile, while she's looking up the foot fetish stuff, uh, I said, are you finding anything interesting? Uh, she, and she turns around in the seat. She says, yeah, I am. She crosses her legs and she dangles her flat off her toes. Uh-huh. Right in front of me. Until so, she just, until she let it drop and I'm like, well, uh, yeah, it looks like you're learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I want to, I want to kind of <laughs> insist a little bit more about her reaction. I really want to know, like you said, you know, your mom is like turning me on or how did you tell oh, her? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't that. tell her. I didn't tell oh, her that okay. until, okay. okay. So I did tell her, but it wasn't until, um, it wasn't until way later, like years later that, uh, I explained this to her because I had had a dream about her mother driving barefoot mm-hmm. next to me. Okay. And touching me over the pants. And I woke up and, uh, and, uh, I went to Jessica and I had to get it out. And I told her, I was like, I had this dream about your mom. And I don't know what to think about this. And she was kind of, well, you know, it was a dream, you know, people dream about Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was, she wasn't very shocked about it. She was, um, she was very, uh, hospitable, I guess about it. You know, she, she didn't want me, she didn't want to make me feel like I'm weird or anything like that. Right. Because she, she knows I'm not, you know, I'm not like uh, attracted, like I'm not attracted to her mom, right? She she knows I can't help it if I see it. I see. Okay, so she didn't, um, she she didn't express any concern, like, you know, that's my mom or something in, like that. No, 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 she okay. didn't. She didn't. Um, yeah, and that like, and that explains also about um you know, with her friend, with our friend that drove barefoot and she just openly says to her, she, or she didn't say to her, she openly says out loud, look, she's driving barefoot. Mm. So how open are you with like your friend group about paddle pumping fetish and how you feel about it? Like, did that friend know what, what Jess was on about in that moment or, Oh yeah, we discussed we discussed a lot of things uh, okay. together because uh, uh-huh. we always thought it was you know we were younger and we always thought it was fun to talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I don't get it. And I was like, because I have a foot fetish, mm-hmm. and that's what she's getting at. She's teasing me about it. <laughs> How do you explain pedal pumping to people who have no idea what it is or have never heard of it? You know. Um, Basically, do you, do you uh, relate it to foot fetish primarily, or do you have another way to explain it? I I, I personally relate it to foot fetish, um, but when I explain it to somebody, when I say I'm, you know, um, if like the the one like uh, the only other time that I explained pedal pumping, um, and um, it's like I don't get it. What the heck is pedal pumping? I was like, have you ever driven barefoot before? She's like, yeah, that's pedal pumping. Have you ever driven period before? She's like, yeah, that's pedal pumping. Have you ever had a car that was hard to start? Yes, that's pedal pumping. Oh, that's that's a nice, like, succinct, easy explanation, really. I mean, it's 
It, I mean, uh, I don't see any point of like stammering around explaining the whole thing. It's just, have you ever had trouble starting your car? Well, there are people who are into watching uh, people uh, try to start, uh, try to crank up their cars. Right. You know? I know. It's just when I, sometimes for me, I like when I want to tell somebody about it or I'm, somehow I find myself in a conversation about pedal pumping with somebody that has no idea what it is. It's like yeah. it covers so much. Right. I mean, there's like cranking and there's brake failure and there's revving and stuck and like yes. driving and then all kinds of other like, you know, kind of more nuanced things like driving with your foot on the dash or, or driving, like using both yes. feet on the brake pedal or yes. driving a manual versus an automatic or old cars versus new cars. I mean, there's just so many things. Um, and sometimes often, right. It's related to feet and foot fetish, but there are aspects of pedal pumping that are completely independent of feet and have nothing to do with feet. So it's like, mm. Yeah, How do and I that's explain it in like a couple sentences. Like I need an elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's simple. You ever driven before? Yeah, that's pedal pumping. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah and you know it's funny that you said that it's not always related directly to foot fetish because it's not. And I've noticed mm -hmm. that more over the years, uh, especially when ASMR became a became a thing on YouTube. And mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. There's content creators doing ASMR in the cars, and it's yes. just listening to the sound of the engine as it tries to crank or listening to the engine as it revs. It doesn't have to do with watching the person's foot press the pedal. It has to do with the sound of the engine, which plays into – also plays into my pedal pumping fetish because – Yeah, go ahead. Um. When Jessica and I are doing um, are doing something for ourselves, like she's doing a pedal pumping just for me in the car, mm -hmm. right? And she's driving, and I get the climax every time I do. She floors the gas pedal because she knows I she knows I love hearing it mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know when you were just talking about YouTube, um, it made me think of something that I want to run by you and get your okay. thoughts. But one thing with YouTube is if you show your, if you show too much feet on YouTube videos, they will like ding you or age restrict you, or you can get a strike on your channel for sexually um, like explicit content. I have run into that problem before. So ever since I started age restricting my videos, I haven't seen it all that much but you know what was really funny was so at first my own videos were getting flagged and then jess's videos were getting flagged and we had to start posting on youtube because we originally were posting on only fans only fans shut off our account uh the second they started cracking down on all the you know um on all the sex stuff on only fans right and i'm sitting here like how come I got cracked down on them? I know there's plenty of other freaking pages that are probably that are still up. And uh, I can't get another – and I tried making another account. I tried getting back on it, and they won't let me back on. And I'm very much convinced that the way they handle it is they get your IP address, and if they see your IP address trying to make another account, they just block you completely. 
Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So let me, let, let's go back to YouTube and then we can talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. This is okay. <laughs> there's, there's just a no, lot to talk about. Um, no. So YouTube. So yeah. So they start flagging my videos and then her videos. I started age restricting my content and put up some, some of my own content and months went by and I, so far I hadn't gotten anything taken down. And recently I just put up a few of Jess's videos back up. So I'm waiting to see what happens, but I'm really hoping that none of it gets taken down. Um, I'm wondering whether or not, yeah, I'm pretty sure age restriction was set the last time I was doing all, all that stuff. Cause I don't, yeah. you know, that's something I don't want because it's directly related to the fetish and uh, you know, it's not something that I would have out for anybody under 18 to watch. Oh, of course, know? of course. Right. Like we're not, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, I think what, though, what, what the point that I wanted to go back to was the ASMR stuff. So I, yeah. I almost wonder if because YouTube limits what you can see creators, cause I know I've done this. I've put sound clips with just like a still image or something yeah. um, as kind of like a, enjoy the, the cranking sounds or the revving sounds, enjoy the ASMR, what I can offer you on YouTube without getting penalized. Um, mm -hmm. And so I almost wonder if YouTube's rules and restrictions have kind of influenced the fetish in a way because people are trying to share as much as they can and kind of get around it. And now like the pedal pumping ASMR is born. Um, you, you know what I mean? That's what I yeah. kind of wanted and, to ask you about. Like, Yeah. And that's a great observation because you know what I was thinking about that. that uh, I was thinking about that too. Because especially with the with the uh, sound clips that you put up, or even like when you're telling the stories and you're letting the sound clips play, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I'm thinking like that's really, this is really having an impact. This has to have more of a major impact now because of YouTube's restrictions. Mm -hmm. and, because, and also because people can't people can't put stuff up everywhere anymore you know and uh i mean you can make some money off a of clips for sale clips for sale is going to take like freaking what was it like 40 percent? 40 percent yeah that's they what put i remember 40 percent in their pocket yep yep it's a lot and <laughs> made me you know and it made me so mad with the with the only fans thing yeah let's go I back had, to only fans yeah. i wanted to say that yeah um so what did i mean they just shut your account down. What was they? They the stated reason? they stated that um they stated that their content um their term they 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 said that their terms of service and uh, privacy policy was vi was violated by our uh, account, and I emailed them. I was like, "In what way did we violate the terms of service?" And they said, "Well, you were um." expressing explicit content for sexual purposes and uh didn't have consent and i was like i did have consent from uh Je i did have consent from the person who's in the video because it's i you asked for it and um i never heard i never got anything back and it made me so how, mad how because they could have at least it? gave me the money they took how long ago was that when did that happen that happened back in 2020, 
either 2021 or 2022, whenever OnlyFans, like, started becoming huge. That's so interesting. I have another friend who um, was on OnlyFans doing pedal pumping content, and she also got her account deleted, and she's, like, banned from ever being on OnlyFans again. Are you allowed to be on there as a customer, like, as a subscriber, or you can't use it at all? No, I'm not, because I tried subscribing to your page. And it still won't let me on there. And it still won't let you on there. Yeah. So I think that what happened, um, there was that thing that happened with MasterCard. And remember Pornhub? They like had oh, they deleted yeah. tons of videos, right? There was mm-hmm. a thing about um, like age verification. I mean, it's all it's all good stuff in theory. But what it meant was there was like a lot of creators and models who didn't have the right like the proper verification. So like you didn't update the forms or like you have to not only have a photo, like a photo of Jess's ID, but a picture of her holding the ID with like a sign, like something written on a piece of paper that says like OnlyFans and the date and like the, the verification process is extensive. And if you failed to do that or do it exactly the way they wanted you to, I mean, I know, I know other creators that also got the axe around that time. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, too. like on a technicality, I don't think it has to do with your actual content being too explicit. I mean, pedal pumping can be explicit, but often it's not. No, it isn't because it's just feet. <laughs> That's the way I look at it, at least. You know, I know it's used. Uh, I know it's used more often than not for you know for uh, sexual gratification, but like. In my eyes, it's just feet. Like it's not like we're, it's not like we're having people in the nude on our videos and doing all other kinds of crazy stuff that would normally be on clips for sale or that somebody has gotten caught, you know, in you know, uh, doing. Uh, but uh, it's just feet. I mean, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I really don't see the point of you know, uh, uh, of taking down videos or taking down sites that show like hands or show feet just because, you know, they just get wind that's, that people are, it's a, it's a sexual fetish, you know? Right. Right. And, um, yeah, because it's been nuts because we lost, when they shut that down and they banned us, we lost, they didn't even give us our money. We lost like $175 that we had on Yeah. That's what uh, happened to my friend. Like they shut her down and like she couldn't cash out whatever money she had left on the platform. Like they yeah. they just kept it. They're like, thanks, bye. We've had no, to start like we've, we've had to do customs through we have we've had to do customs through uh and put them on YouTube or we have to do customs and send them through email and take like PayPal uh payments and stuff like that for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um a couple of the more like, couple of the more recent videos I did were custom ideas. Um, Jess's, I mean Jess's were uh, the three that I put up from Jess's are old videos that used to be on OnlyFans. So mm-hmm. it's like people paid for them, but not anymore. So, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get more people. I'm trying to get more subscribers on YouTube so they'll finally start monetizing. Yeah, what's your YouTube channel? Uh, Let the listeners know where to find you on YouTube. The YouTube channel, it's uh, Crash Override um, 223. 
That's Crash what it is. It's all one word. Okay. Yeah. Go subscribe. Um, <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> yes, please subscribe. Um, it's Jess. It's both Jess and me. We're both doing pedal pumping videos. So. One thing that um, I just want to let you know about YouTube with my experience is that if you are age restricting or if YouTube age restricts your videos, you will not be able to monetize those videos. Anything that's age restricted is not monetizable. It's not, it's considered like not advertiser friendly if it's like restricted to an 18 and over audience. So keep that in mind if you do have hopes of monetizing um, or, and I know a lot of, a lot of listeners, a lot of people in the pedal pumping community have YouTube channels to share their work. And um, yeah, if you're hoping or looking to monetize, you'll need to make sure that uh, the videos pass muster. And even if they do, here's the crazy part. Okay. So you have to meet the YouTube requirements for monetization, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. it's like a thousand subscribers and mm -hmm. like 4,000 watch hours or something. Yeah. So for months and months and months, I mean, you know, depending on your channel, but for me, it took us several months I'm posting and um, trying to just rack up those numbers to qualify. And then somebody from YouTube will go and analyze the channel and look at it and decide whether or not it's advertiser friendly. So you need to okay. kind of make it like you, you don't want to use words like fetish. That's why, you know, I have some monetized YouTube channels, but I have to be very like sanitize them. Yeah, because that's if you're, if you're very overt about your intentions, then YouTube will be like, no, this is like this is a kink thing. Then when you go to like turn on the monetization of all the videos you had posted prior to becoming eligible for monetization, like in my case, like half of those, they said, well, it's not age restricted, but we really don't consider this to be advertiser friendly. So you can't make money off of these videos. <laughs> You know, that's actually really good information. Um, I mean, apart from the monetize, I mean, if I can't monetize, uh, I may as well build my fan base because uh, at least I could probably still, you know, I'm still getting custom requests uh, from fans for both me and Jess. Um, totally. Yeah. And it's you know, worth Jess, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just, I don't want to discourage anyone from doing YouTube. That's all. Or sharing content on YouTube. I, I just would, you know, I just don't want anyone to have unrealistic expectations or at least, you know, be informed of what you need to do to kind of like maneuver around YouTube. But um, you're right. Building a fan base is huge. And that's like the first thing when people kind of ask me how to get started. I'm like, well, you need to have some you need to have some followers on social media. You need to like, you know, build a brand identity and let people know who you are and what you do. And the best way to do that is like Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever social media you're comfortable using, um, put your stuff out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, uh, speaking of Jess, I had, I was trying to get her, I was almost goading her to, uh, Call, to just to play hooky from work today because I was like, hey, you know, you weren't on the last podcast. You should be on this podcast, this is, you know, and then uh, she's, you know, she, she's at work. I was I, I don't ever like discouraging people staying home from work. She's uh, she had to go and uh, find a more better paying 
job. She actually started, she was, she was doing like night jobs, uh, at the time the last, we did the last podcast. Now she's doing this HR job and I love it because she works in an office where she has to wear business attire. And the second she started working there, I bought her some brand new nylons and now, and now like every other day she's wearing the nylons and I'm sitting there like, and I'm sitting there looking at her like, mm. and, yeah, and I was like, hey, uh, can you do me a favor? Can you FaceTime me on uh, the way home from work? <laughs> I should know well, exactly yeah, why I want her to FaceTime, but at least get a video, you know, because uh, there's, there, because uh, we've gotten more like, we've gotten so many likes for, in the past for her doing pedal pumping in stockings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very popular. Yeah. She's more than welcome to uh, come on the podcast with me. I'd be, I would love to chat with her. I mean, even if the two of you have a hard time um, coordinating a, a mutually good time, I mean, just she and I could have a conversation. I'm open to that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I know, she, you know, uh, I've been, I've told her before, I was like, dude, we got to be on the, we got to try and do this podcast. Let's go and ask Mimi if we can do the podcast. You know, yeah. but um, yeah, have her on. T- um, tell her to you know email me or whatever, and we can we can set it up. That'd be great. I'm yeah, sure, it's I'm so sure a lot of listeners would be eager to hear from another woman about pedal pumping and her experience and her perspectives on it as well. Yeah, she could probably tell you about how her friends go, uh, how her friends uh, questioned uh, her driving bare her driving barefoot. <laughs> you know, uh, what do you mean? Well, we went to, well, uh, we went to, not really question, but noticed and uh, mm, mentioned okay. it. So, mm-hmm. like, um, we went, like, uh, we were going out to the mall, and uh, instead of taking separate cars, we decided to just go and pick them up, right? And um, we're, and uh, they didn't notice, I guess, on the way over there. When we got to the mall, uh, they're wondering why Jessica's taking so long getting out. Well, that day was cold, and she was wearing her boots. So mm-hmm. she was putting her boot back on. And then uh, she noticed when we got back in the car, she's waiting. She's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm taking my boot off. Oh, you drive? Oh, you, you're taking your, you take your shoes off to drive? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I drive barefoot all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we started talking about it, and um, here's the one that always comes up, okay? And I don't know if you've ever talked about driving barefoot to any of your friends or family or anything like that. The one that always comes up is, isn't that illegal? Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, we have, well, you know, it's, it's an urban myth that driving barefoot is illegal. If you yeah. look everywhere there's no legal there's no law that says you cannot drive barefoot now here's what they try to do they try to say oh well it's not illegal but if you get into an accident and you were driving barefoot and they think that that was part of the cause of the accident then you can get fined and i'm like that's completely untrue because first off you get into an accident and you get out of the car Unless you don't have shoes with you, they're never going to know you were driving barefoot. Unless you just walk up to them and tell them, I was driving barefoot. Uh, and then the other thing they like to do is... Who's they? The Sorry. Uh, I'm talking about I'm, they is like people that it's like people that like go on these videos on YouTube 
or on TikTok that say oh. it's not illegal, but if you get into an accident, you could be fined, or the insurance <laughs> company will do this, that, and the other. Here's the funny part. We were talking to the insurance companies trying to get a quote, right? And I brought it up, and I asked them. I was like, let me ask you a question. My wife likes to drive barefoot. I like to drive barefoot. Is there anything that says our premiums go up after more after an accident if we were caught driving barefoot? And they're like, no. It's going to go up the same. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's it's amusing to me that um, with all of the things that people could be advocating for change or, you know, uh, that people use platforms to talk about um, the dangers of barefoot driving. I mean, that just seems so crazy when there's like actual, you know, harm happening in the world. And uh, yeah, like a crusade against barefoot driving. Like who cares? It's fine. In fact, some people feel like it's safer to drive barefoot than in heels, you know, or certain shoes because you don't have as much sensation um, and information in, in through the foot. Right. Like, it is. Uh, so some people could argue, I mean, I think anyone could make the argument that actually I feel safer and more in control of my vehicle when I have direct contact um, with my foot on the pedals than when I'm wearing shoes. So can I ask you a couple questions regarding that? Yeah. And then we'll have to wrap up. Oh, okay. Um, So when we're talking about, so I don't know, do you, do you feel, do do you, what are your thoughts about uh, whether or not you feel safer driving barefoot compared to like heels or or like other types of, or like flip-flops or something? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, that, because that's another thing I've, I hear, um, especially like in the UK, people talk about like, oh, driving and flip-flops is illegal. It's dangerous. It's this and that. And I'm like, really? Because I drive in all kinds of shoes and barefoot all the time. Like I mm-hmm. don't really... I don't really have a problem driving in shoes in, in like I just described where someone might say like, oh, I can feel the pedal better with my bare foot. I mean, obviously you can, but I don't feel that wearing a shoe, a shoe like hinders me from driving in any way. And I have been driving in high heels since I can remember, like that's, you know, that's just not a problem. Um, so for me, I feel like I can drive comfortably and safely in a wide range of footwear or no footwear at all. Just even, um, like socks, nylons, bare feet, Mm -hmm. flip flops, Mm -hmm. sandals, and, you know, anything, high heels, high heel boots, pretty much anything. As long, I guess the only thing that might be problematic is if the, the shoe, um, like didn't fit me properly for some reason and came off and got stuck behind the pedal or something weird like that. Um, kicking my, my shoes off in the footwell while I'm driving and then not being able to like, you know, step on the brake fully or stuck behind the gas pedal or something. Um, yeah, but that's, that's not really like, I've never really had that. That's more of a hypothetical situation than actually anything that I've ever really experienced. Yeah. You know, um, I noticed that, and I know you mentioned it uh, in one of your previous podcasts that there are certain cars that you'll prefer driving yes. in different types of footwear. And yes. you're talking about your Jeep, and 
I know we're running short on time, but I have to tell you this. I was thinking about okay. what you said that, and I noticed in your videos that more often than not, when you're driving your Jeep, you drive it barefoot. I was in so I was in Southern California over by Laguna Beach, and I was driving through the Laguna Canyon. This was this past summer, uh-huh. and I saw two instances of barefoot drivers. Okay, because I'm always if if you're over by the beaches, you're gonna see it, and there was one that was right next to me. Uh, her foot was on her left foot was on the dash. The other and uh, the other one was there was this Jeep with no doors on. It was like a white Jeep Sahara or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, you know, every time I see, I get up close, especially if there's a woman driving. I'm like, please, 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 please. And what do I see? Right on the right on the clutch and the brake. Her bare feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was yeah. perfect. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is making me think of Mimi. Because I can imagine I Mimi that. in her Jeep <laughs> with her feet on the clutch and the, on the brake and the clutch. And then switching over to the gas. And her, yes. you know. Like, I can just imagine you in that Willie's Jeep, the 62. Um, yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I had to tell you, the that Lincoln Town car. Oh, yes. I love that car. I love those old cars because I miss the bench seat. I miss the no console in the center. The only car Jess and I have ever driven in and done any type of pedal pumping in was Mm -hmm. her uncle's Chevy Impala that was, that had a bench seat. It wasn't an old one either. It was like an old one or two and it did. It had the bench seat and no, you know, and so, uh, I was able to very, very clearly see her feet on the pedals, but I miss mm-hmm. those old style cars. And Jess and I have talked several times about finding one of those uh, mid eighties. We were last time we were looking at like an 85 crown Victoria. And she's like, is this thing even going to start? I was like, uh, we can get it and then we can see if it starts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or you can, st- or you can see if it starts. I like and, that uh, idea. And then I told her about the story she was telling me. I said, you know that thing with the brake pedal falling off? She's like, yeah. We can make a video if we got one of these cars because, you know, when the when the pedals – the pedals are easy, are easy enough to take off. And mm-hmm. all you have is, like, the bar. You don't have anything underneath the pe- – it's just the bar. Uh-huh. You know? And I'm like – you could do the brake pedal falling off on that one, and we could just simulate a brake failure with that, you know, just the way you described oh, there you it. Go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. I love the Lincoln. I love those old cars, um, especially the American cars with the big, big V8 engines, big bench seats, really great view. Um, so much fun. My, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm always like thinking about the the next car that I want. <laughs> it's getting kind of out of control. Like every other month, the DMV is sending me like a, a registration renewal, and I'm like, oh, I have too many cars. Um, yeah, I yeah. really just hope you never get rid of that Jeep because I love all the videos. Oh, you do the, the Jeep! You know, the Jeep is like my that was my high school dream car. Like I've wanted that thing since I was fifteen. So I'll probably never get rid of the Jeep. It's just my that's my like um, what do you call it? Like my little indulgence. My <laughs> my yeah, just my like fun toy. Um, and I do love driving the Jeep in flip-flops and bare feet because it just feels like a beach cruiser to me. Like I just, 
you know, I don't really take it off-roading. It's too, I feel like it's too old and I don't, uh, you know, it's, it's a 62 and this year it's 62, 62 mm-hmm. years old. It's a 62 years old Jeep. And so yeah, I kind of baby it, but I like to cruise along the beach and yeah, it's definitely like a barefoot Jeeps are just to me, I think because when I grew up, I had like the um, Barbie Jeep and just Jeeps always kind of seemed like girl beach vehicles like summertime, <laughs> like summertime fun like go to the beach and then hop in your jeep and cruise you know cruise look at boys and <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i don't know i know a lot of people are like my brother has jeeps and he's into like um rock crawling and the whole four-wheel drive thing and i'm just like i don't like i just want to cruise to the beach and like you know, go get coffee and (laughs) yeah, you know, I've been, I've been eyeing up, uh, we always pass by the dealerships and I'm always eyeing up the Jeeps. And, uh, that was actually the rental that I was driving in SoCal this past summer. Uh, and it was a hybrid, but it was still a fun, it was still a fun vehicle to drive in. And, um, I talked to Jessica and I was like, Hey, uh, I really want to get a Jeep, but at the same time, I don't want to get rid of my Toyota. My Toyota is a hybrid, and it's so good on gas, and it doesn't fail people like the EVs have been failing people. And, <laughs> you know, I just don't want to make that full switch to EV just because it, the engine doesn't sound right for pedal pumping. Totally. I totally relate a hundred percent. Like I don't want an EV either. Like it just does. I'm not interested. I prefer old cars. Like my BMW is a 2011. That's probably the newest car I'll ever own. Like, I don't think I'll buy cars. Maybe I'd go up to like 2015 would be like the newest car I'd even consider buying. And if I were to buy another Jeep, I would probably get a nineties. Um, like the one I had in Hawaii with the square headlights. Those yeah. are fun. They're, they're modern enough that they um, are comfortable but they're old enough that they have all the fun stuff that pedal pumping people like me love and you know you don't have to have your foot on the brake to start it you it, mm-hmm. you know it's got a key a lot of them are manual I love a man- driving a manual oh um, yeah I love that's the other reason I wanted to get the jeep because I told her I was like I'm gonna get a stick shift because I gotta teach you how to drive stick and then when you learn how to drive stick first off and I and I pitched this to her. I was like, "Hey, I got a great idea. We'll go get a stick, or we'll go get a vehicle with a with a, with a stick, and I'll teach you how to drive it, and we'll video you you learning how to drive it. I love then that. when you've learned yeah. how to drive it, we'll video you more in the manual as well as the automatic. And um, you know, I just you know sometimes I just miss driving the manual. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just something about driving the manual that I completely miss. Um, but you know, Jessica, we'll get we'll get there eventually. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to it's fun to learn. Uh, it's fun to teach too. I mean, just the whole like when when someone's learning to drive a stick and they stall out over and over and over again and then they finally get it and it's so exciting and rewarding and yeah it's a lot of fun i think she'll get it down pretty easy because she drives barefoot because that's 
that's how I learned how to drive a stick, and that's how I would prefer somebody learn how to drive a stick because of the feeling you get for the pedals because you have to get that balance between mm-hmm. the clutch and the gas. Yeah. You know? And you need to feel, not just hear the engine when it's ready to, you know, you can hear when it's ready to shift, but you can feel under your foot when it's ready to shift. Totally, you know? yeah. It's like, I don't know, when you drive it automatic, you're kind of... Um, I don't know. It lacks some of the driving experience where you kind of become like, in, like synced up with your car. And so there's like what you're describing is like more of a relationship between, you know, your physical experience as a driver. And it's one of the things that I, I totally love about a manual. Um, I mean, I, there's just nothing for your left foot to do in an automatic, you know, that's why Jessica started, started doing the, you know, having her foot on the seat or having her foot on the dash or in the summer, if we have the windows down, she'll put her foot out the window and just like, rest <laughs> so <cute. know? laughs> she'll let everybody yeah. go see her foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some nice things about an automatic, especially if you commute and heavy traffic, you know, shifting from like first to neutral, first to neutral, like over and over oh, and over. That, so that was tedious. Like a- yeah, that's a leg day for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like so tedious. But, you know, if you, you know, depending on the kind of driving you're doing, really. And nowadays in, in the United States, it's so hard to find cars that are um, stick shift. It's, and a lot of people don't know how to drive them anymore. So, But hey, but hey, uh, that's your, hey, but uh, that's a main safety feature right there. Because why have a steering wheel lock when you got a stick? <laughs> Totally. Because I can tell you these days, a lot of people don't know how to drive a manual. It was a it was a rule in my family when we learned how to drive, we had to drive with manual before we could drive the automatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark, it's been great talking. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and I hope that uh, we can you know chat again, and hopefully Jess would be down to uh, hit me up and become a guest on the podcast as well I'd love oh that. yeah absolutely and uh before we go just to let everybody yeah. know again yeah. my youtube my youtube channel is crash override 223 and uh if you want to email us for uh customs either for myself if you're into that or uh for miss jess um my email is zero cool 1701 at gmail.com and uh, just email us with your request. We'll let you know. We'll uh, set everything up for you and uh, whatever your preference is, and uh, we'll make it work. Sounds great. Sounds great. And for listeners who would like to uh, contact me and um, send me your emails at mimifootnip at gmail.com, and we will see you guys all next week. Thanks so much. Thank you, Mimi. <laughs>